0: Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast for the second time this week. Earlier this week in episode 113, we started to talk about the concept of banishing hustle culture from your business. And we talked about three key ways that you can say goodbye to that hustle. We talked about creating systems. We talked about making sure that you are enforcing boundaries, creating them and then enforcing them. And we talked about the concept of building in an opportunity for flow. But I don't want you to take my word for it that you can build a successful business without all of the hustle. So, today I have a special guest for you. Dr. Vic Manzo has done just that. He has removed the hustle from his business. Once upon a time, he was working many more hours than he desired as a chiropractor. He shifted his business a little bit, focused in on pediatrics, and then shifted even further when he wanted to make sure that he was there for his family and for those important moments in his kids' lives. So, today, I have Dr. Vic Manzo with me. I'm Dr. Moore, a college psych professor, homeschooling mom, and entrepreneur, and I've spent the past 10 years learning how to balance everything. Here on the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast, I'll share the ins and outs of maintaining a growth mindset and saying hello to grit, that thing that will get you to your long-term vision despite challenges and busy schedules. After all, you got into business to do more good in the world, right? So let's get started. Hey, Dr. Vic, I am so happy that you are here with me today to sit down and talk about all things business. Welcome.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited to be here and, and see the, the, where this conversation goes and so forth.
0: Absolutely. So we were talking just before I hit record and talking about how you were a pediatric chiropractor. And now you have really shifted gears so that you can take control of your life and you can really use your time in a way that suits you and your family's needs and desires. So I'm curious to know a little bit about what led to you shifting gears and what you've gotten out of that shift.
1: Mm, Love this. Yeah. You know, I I did everything, you know, in the business world, as we were talking about before, you know, the grind hustle mentality, that's um, 15 years now, this has been 15 years. I've been listening to business advice and self-help personal development, and it hasn't changed. It's like grind, hustle, less sleep. I'll perform, I'll compete your competition, work mm-hmm. harder than they do work longer. And so the first five years of my career as a chiropractor running my own business, um, I did that. And guess what? I hit a financial peak. It was, it was great. It worked. Yeah. yeah I got me there. Mm-hmm. What came behind that though, is burnout every four to six months, which Oof. was very disheartening for me because I was always in the mindset of is that when you're really passionate about something and mm-hmm. you love what you do, mm-hmm. burnout shouldn't exist. It's, right. it, it's that you're tapping into inspiration. So that should never, it shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. And so that was a point in my career where I was like, I don't understand. Like, okay, I, I, I'm I'm trying everything. I'm thinking of everything. Why am I still ending up in burnout? This is not making sense. Unfulfilled, unsatisfied. Okay. I mean, if you talk to me in my first year of my career and I said this is how much money I was I'd be making in my fifth year, I'd be sitting there going, Holy cow, I you know how much money I would have per month. Mm-hmm. And you know what I can do. There's multiple businesses I could start, all these things. Right. And I'd be excited about it. I think, oh my God, I had all my problems solved and be good to go. And that was not the case at all. So there came a point where I even thought about leaving the profession because so I'm like, if this is how business is, the grind and hustle and always go uphill battles. I don't want to be in practice. I'll go to another, I'll do something else. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I decided, no, let's, let me do some soul seeking. And I started to make some changes in my career where I was like, you know what? How about if I just don't listen to what the business world's saying for a minute? How about if I just stop? I've been doing everything they've been telling me. I became Ooh. prototypes of a lot of people that I was listening to. But what is it I really want? What really matters to me? And mm-hmm. I started to shift gears and I started to define what a chiropractor was, what success means, all these different things. And I was like, well, why can't you know there's a law called the law of least effort, which means what's the least amount of work to get the greatest game possible? Otherwise known yes. as work smarter, not harder. Yes. Right? Perfect. And, so I'm, and I'm like, why can't I create that? So I started to shift all my perspectives. I started going back into things I knew like quantum physics, consciousness, neuroscience, all that fun stuff. And <laughs> I started to apply this to my business where I'm like, I'm going to shift gears, go into pediatrics. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, instead of trying to do all the action steps that you're always told, like action, grind, hustle, work, 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 I'm going to reverse it. I'm going to go to mindset and I'm going to focus on my vibration or my consciousness level and just see where my energy is and just manage that. And I'll let whatever inspired action come to me. I'll take action when it's, when it's needed. And it was a game changer. I went to work 50% less. I ended up making the same amount of money I was making before. Mm-hmm. And it, it totally transformed everything. From that moment, this is where I was like, this is where my whole coaching career started. I was like, okay. hey, I want to start coaching. I want to write a book. I want to start doing yes. a podcast. So that's where that became. But the moment to make the shift from being a chiropractor, having a very successful practice, mm-hmm. um, one, of the, one of the largest pediatric offices in Illinois uh, for patient volume, and all these other things, it was one of the things where I was like, my reach in what I feel like I'm destined to do in life was not being met. I had I had great impact. I was, you know, very involved in the community mm-hmm. and all that, but I felt like I was, it was I when I looked at the totality of what I've been doing, it was very, very minutely small. And I don't mm-hmm. come from an ego place when I'm explaining this. It's more no. of just like there was this burning desire that I felt like there was more of the masses I need to serve. I still, I don't believe I need to serve million, millions and billions of people, but uh, maybe even not even millions, but I feel like there was just something more I needed to do. And so it kept becoming a burning desire inside me. And I was like, even four years before I made this choice, I would have never thought myself of not practicing, you know, but the, I wanted to eventually leave, um, move out of Illinois in the first couple of years, my wife is like, yeah, maybe we'll think about it. Who knows? We have, <laughs> we have family here, all our families here. We don't know yeah. anybody in Tennessee because we were going to Knoxville, Tennessee a couple of times a year to go to the Smoky Mountains. There's a beautiful lake here called Norris Lake, which is one of the cleanest lakes in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous uh, right around the state park. I loved it. So we were just kind of like, keep coming back here. And then eventually COVID hit. My wife's like, OK, we can move. I-, I see what you see now. And I was like, all right, let's do this. So that, that stimulated the transition to like make it happen. Mm-hmm. And then that's where, when we made the switch, uh, December, 2021, uh, we moved to, uh, Tennessee and that's where I decided to, um, I couldn't sell my practice. So I let it go. Mm-hmm. And I went full-time into coaching to really give myself that, um, not only because I had a vision to help serve at a higher, big, more of a higher mm-hmm. level, but I, I knew we were going to start a family and, I had a father who had to make ends meet mm-hmm. and he worked multiple jobs and mom worked multiple jobs. Yeah. Just, I come from a very blue collar family, financial mm-hmm. scarce, scarcity, and I didn't really get to see my dad a lot. Like, re- and you wanted to be,
0: there. you wanted to be home for your family.
1: I want to be there for my daughter. I want to see my. my I, I have a daughter and it's one of those things. Like, I want to see every moment because you. Know, I, mm-hmm. I was being a pediatric chiropractor, I hear a lot of different things. So, it, and I'm so thankful I went through that experience five, six years of serving kids because I heard so many different stories. I've heard, you know, what parents complain about, what their regrets were, and all these different things. So what it did for me was kind of be like, okay, I know what I want to have, and I know what I mm-hmm. don't want to be saying. And mm-hmm. so like, she's seven months old, I haven't missed anything. Like uh-huh. my wife and I may go, hey, did you know this? And I'd be like, oh, let me see. Oh, yeah, that's what she was doing. Oh, my God, look at that now. You mm-hmm. know, and I, I haven't missed a beat. And so that has been the biggest thing for me. And it was something that I wanted more of. I wanted to have more flexibility in my schedule. I only worked three days a week in my office, but it was 14 half hour weeks is what I had towards the last couple of years in my office. Mm -hmm. But the key thing was, is I wanted to have the choice to do whenever I wanted to to do at any time I wanted to, rather than... um, being able to be helped to do, you know, oh, I have to be at the office today for the whole pretty much half the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna miss out. And then, you know, I got things to do in between that time frame. So I don't really get a chance to hang out and so forth. So
0: So now you're able to really in this transition, you get to do even more good. I talk a lot about that passion to do more good, and it looks different in a lot of different ways and places. Um, so you now get to do more good, and you are helping other people build businesses in a way that is more congruent with that being present, right?
1: Yeah, no, totally. I mean, it's it's really, you know, helping individuals to really find what matters to them. What is that fulfillment? What it matters to you, right? And, you know, uh, I always just say, I'm going to help you not grind and hustle. You don't have to sacrifice your time away from your family. You'll make more, work less, and you'll be able to and do more things that you enjoy go out and travel more have more spend more time with the family on the weekends and really learn how to create more I don't like to say work-life balance it's a big new. that's a term that's used a lot but it's more of like harmony is what I like yes. to use. because nothing really is imbalanced and I mean some some things you can say yes but when when you really look at life it's constantly adapting mm-hmm. right So when you have a shift here you got to adapt here you got to yes. move, move that's kind of how I look at it, and that's why I like the word harmony but it's, it's that perspective of being able to do that and choose, be able to step back and really know that you can choose and not only just choose, but can experience. Because a lot of the stuff I teach is, wh- is what I wish I was taught earlier and what I've gone through and everything I coach, because I wish someone told me, you can just choose and you can have it. I knew these from an intellectual concept. I right. studied this stuff. I knew that, but from... Going through the process and being guided through it and going through the lessons I need to learn to go through that. Uh, I had some coaches that helped me a little bit with that, but like the full on depth that I'm teaching, it was like, man, I wish I had that because then I would be like, oh, wow, here's a little short because I had to do it all on my own in the beginning. I tested it out here. I, when I made the shift in my practice the, that when I, um, when I was, um, I hit my financial peak, I didn't mention this, but I took a 40% hit when I made that change because my practice wasn't what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And so I was letting go of patients, okay. patients, and referring them out who didn't fit the model of what we were creating. Yeah. Not the some people go, that's crazy. You took a forty percent, but I knew that if I aligned my principles, because I was so tired of being burned out, that I was like, if I align my principles what mattered to me, this will all come back. And, and within a year it did, which was really cool. Not that I had expectations of it happening in a year. I just like was like, <laughs> it's going to happen. I know it will eventually. Who knows? It could be five years down the road, but I didn't put a time on it. And it was a little over a year. Also, I remember we we're looking at our, our monthly uh, stats. I think it was like a quarterly stat we were looking at financially. And I go, man, we're right back to where we were. This is awesome. Yeah. I was like, holy cow. And I'm like, and I'm working less and all these other things. I was like, man, I'm going again. This is so different than what you've been taught. Mm-hmm. So Yeah.
0: So you're telling me all of this, and I know for our listeners, they can't see you, but I can. And you are just relaxed and you're smiling. So what's the secret to creating that kind of growth in your coaching business, you know, that you're like you're doing now, but you mentioned you aligned your chiropractic business to what you really wanted at that time. What's the secret to being able to do that in a way that we don't have to hustle and grind all the time, there are going to be seasons of up and down, right? I mean, that's just life. But how do we get to that point where it's a relaxed approach that actually allows for the creativity, the growth, and all of the possibilities to flow into us?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things. And I would say the first and foremost is what I teach all my clients right off the bat is vision. You got to choose a vision for yourself. You got to choose why you exist and what's your purpose like why are you here on this earth you know and and that's not an easy question to answer some people like well if they answer it like if they respond quick to me i'm like no we got to go deeper um and and you really get crystal clear with that because vision is everything i mean it's in different scriptures it's in the bible it's in other religions they ancient i mean five thousand years ago seven they talked about how important vision was Mm -hmm. so vision is is so critical to it all Um, The second thing, and this is something that I had to learn over time, and then that is understanding when you really understand the power that you really have, like when we really get down to the basics and quantum physics has proven all this stuff where it's like, if you just focus on what you truly want to have and what you want to experience in your life, Mm -hmm. then in knowing that having the faith, so just imagine this, imagine that six months from now, you're going to have a million dollars in your bank account. Would you worry in those next 6 months of money being short not making ends meet or anything like that?
0: No. No. When
1: you when you understand this game called life and you understand that when you're choosing, I mean it's going to come at eventually at some point in time, it will happen. But when you understand you have that power to make that choice and eventually it's going to happen, that it, mm-hmm. you just you, you don't you don't it's it's kind of like another example to use is kind of like I like using the example of Netflix. Okay. When you're going to go watch Netflix or Hulu or whatever app you may be using, you don't hit the power button on your TV to turn it on and go, please, I hope this turns on. Oh, man, I just hope this the remote before you even do it. You're like, I hope it works. I just hope that this is not please, you know, God, whatever. I'm just hoping no, you just hit the button. You turn it on because, you know, intuitively it's going to happen. And then you go ahead and you choose the movie and all these other things. And you know that it's going to, you got the Netflix and you're picking, you could choose the genre. You're going to pick what you want. Mm-hmm. And you're not stressing about it. It's the same thing where it comes to like, if you saw five cloudy days in a, wo- in, in a row, are you worrying that the sun doesn't exist anymore? No. So kind of the concepts I'm tar- t- talking about is yeah. there's a little bit of abundance concepts in there, but that's also understanding and knowing that things are going to work out for you as long as you just stay focused in it. It's kind of like failure only happens when you quit. As long uh-huh. as you stay in the game, you're going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's having that faith. And this is something I had to, I wouldn't say I knew it early on, but when I kept testing these things out, you know, first it was you know starting my business. Then it was a couple other things. Then it was like, well, we have success. How about we change what we do? And let's see if we can redo the principles. Well, that worked. So we changed something else again. And then that worked. And now <laughs> I did it again with my chiropractic, the coaching. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not where I want to be just yet with it, with where my vision is for coaching. Um, I got ways to go with that. But at the same token, I just know that my the proofs in the pudding in my past, if I look at my past and I say, well, everything always worked out the way it should. And always worked out for the greater, it always worked out in in my in the greater good for me. Mm-hmm. When I go look back, I see it. And so that kind of gives me reassurance. I'm not going to lie, though. I do get worried sometimes. I do get stressed. I do have. I was going
0: to ask about time. that.
1: OK, I you can talk to my wife. She'd be like, oh, no, he's sometimes he can be like, oh, he's not in a great place today. Mm-hmm. But the difference is Vic me now versus 10 years ago when I was like that and, you know, stressing out and anxious and just to know the only difference now is I still have it. But I have tools that I've used that I know that help me recenter. So when I do go in those dark places, or I start to get into that stinking thinking, or I'm thinking, oh, this is just how it's always going to be. Or if I didn't get the, cl- let's say I had two clients in a row and sign up for signing up with me. It's like, man, what happened here? Because my limiting beliefs will come back up. They love, you know, my kind of subconscious, did. those inner critics, they wait for stuff like that. And then when it happens, it, they know how I am and how I operate. So they're like, mm-hmm. oh, look what happened here, buddy. Yep. You keep thinking this is going to happen, you know, all that we all have it. We do. But I have tools that can shut them up <laughs> inside. a
0: little faster than than they used to.
1: Exactly. I can, I, it, before it'd be like weeks. And now what? it's maybe, maybe a couple. It could be a couple. It could be 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It could be a couple of hours. I don't usually st- stem over through a day. So,
0: okay. so, how do you develop that toolbox? Because I think we all have that those gremlins pop up, right? And they start saying, mm, nope, see, this happened. It's going to happen again maybe you should stop. This is not going to work.
1: Right. Or like this is this, maybe you're not destined to do this. Yes. Right? Maybe I, you I,
0: misinterpreted I, your destiny. Maybe your vision's wrong. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's not right.
1: Yeah. I've been there before. Chiropractic, coaching, you name it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where, again, coming back from my chiropractic background and understanding the brain, it's how do we balance that nervous system? Because when we have that inner critic coming, that's your sympathetic nervous system. That's the I just yep. call it the gas pedal. It just revs everything up, and it it takes your brain into that reptilian, that old mm-hmm. primitive. You become like a little like a primate. In other words, you're very react or a reptilian, more like a snake, but um, very just reactive and impulsive, and you're just freaking out and everything, and you lost the the just the connection to the higher self uh, of that brain, where you can stay more centered and calm and future planning and all mm-hmm. these different things. So there's a, there's a gazillion tools that you can use, and I'll share a couple, but okay. um, it's mainly mindfulness in, in many ways. Mm-hmm. The one I recommend a lot, and I used to recommend this a lot to my patients just because it's easier to do, um, mm-hmm. even though it's not the one I I, I choose the, the most, but it's just okay. I'm trying to think of the people I'm working with, yeah. is breathwork. And breathwork is taking things by the storm. Wim Hof has gotten popular, and and there's so many, but there's a gazillion of them out there, and I always tell people like, I don't, it doesn't matter what you do, just do it because breath work works. We we mm-hmm. know that there's a part of the brain, a cluster of neurons in the midbrain that is called the the breath pacemaker. And what they do is they're actually literally paying attention to your respiratory rate. Yes. And this is how we can use breath to shift our autonomic nervous system mm-hmm. and influence it in a way. And so like when I get into those states where I'm just not good, and sometimes I just had one last week or a few days ago, I was just not in a great place. And my my wife's like, yeah, you're, you're, I'm sorry you're struggling with this, and and this and there's reasons why this happens to me. Um, this is why I, I love coaching and what I, and how I coach because a lot of our, I always say your your business problems are really your personal problems, and so like how how you're raised and how you developed and how the subconscious was programmed, all these things. Mm-hmm. That's why you react the way you do. And it took me, um, even though I've been studying this stuff for so long and working on myself for so long, it was like last year I started realizing I was like man, the reason how I was raised and, da, 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 and I just started connecting dots. And I'm like, <laughs> that's why I react the way I do. Anyway, I digress here, but um <laughs> with all that, but the point I was trying to make is that, you know, it it, it will, I'll, I'll do the breath work and I do mm-hmm. it for like 30 minutes straight. I'm, I'm, I'm in my whole body's vibrating. I'm in a whole different realm. Yeah. And when I'm, when I'm done, I'll listen to some really nice soft music or maybe a mantra or something like that. And I'll journal and I call this automatic writing. This is how I read all my books. And this is what I usually recommend to my clients. And I'll just write out things. And I just let my heart pour whatever's coming out. And once I feel empty, I'm done. I stop writing. Then I'll go and read it. And I've done this many times in my life. Still to this day, it always gives me the advice I need to hear. Where I'm at or what I'm going through, maybe what I need to learn, where this is coming from. But it's always... It's not like I'm thinking about it. It's just, I'll read this and I'm going, I wrote this? Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, this is pretty fascinating. Is Mm -hmm. that really me? Like, it sounds like me somewhat, but where did that come from? Because my mind was not thinking. So it's, (laughs) and this is what I teach a lot of my clients, guiding them through these processes because guess what? We're gonna have lean months. We're gonna have up. we're gonna have ups and downs. Storms are gonna come. They're gonna go. This too shall pass. Right? Tom Hanks was saying this. He was. I, I love mm-hmm. when I saw him saying this on. I don't even know where I saw it. It was on a reel, and he just said like, "This too shall pass." And everyone thinks of this from the bad times in life. But guess what? The good times. This too shall pass also.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was
1: like, "That's gold," because. We have to really like to appreciate both, and that's what makes life really exciting. I mean, as a soul, if I get a little spiritual here, that's what allows us as a soul to be like, yeah, this is exciting. You have the ups and the downs. This is this is fun. But the human our human side's like, Mm-mm, no can't thanks. We just go
0: up. <laughs> I I can, give you back the the downs. I don't want them. Thank you. <laughs> that's what our, that's what we tend to do, right? So when you're thinking about how to build success and really build a business in a way that is not 247, 70 hours a week kind of deal. We've got vision, we've got really leaning into your personal power and learning to let go of those limiting beliefs and to tame the gremlins that pop up when when the lows happen and we, they try and convince us it's gonna keep happening. We gotta get rid of them sooner. We gotta say no, just go back in the closet for a little while. I don't need you right now. <laughs> um what else can we do? That's a lot already. Oh my gosh.
1: That's a lot. And there's even more because here, here's the thing. Like I have a formula that I, I call the billionaire success formula. And, okay. and some people ask me like, is that for a formula? Can it make you, does it make you a billionaire? I'm like, well, this is what I go, the reason why it's named that is because billionaires use this. Like this is yeah. me studying billionaires in 15 mm-hmm. years of everything I've went through. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's two components. So every day you have a choice. You have a choice to, you have 50 to 70,000 thoughts on average that run through your mind that you're going to, you're going to have go through. You have a choice to choose thoughts that align with your vision and your purpose in life and what you want to experience. And you have choice that you go pay attention to thoughts that do the opposite. That is the vibe component. That's one part of it. There's the yeah. emotional side to it, how we react. I think in today's society, and I'm no different than this, I, I've done this so many times myself, where we compare where other people are and then we judge ourselves for it. And I'm notorious for this, oh. but it's one of those things where I've gotten better over the years. But it's one of those things that how we view things is what matters. Like I say, like life has no meaning unless you, unless you put me, you know, whatever meaning you put on it. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, hey, I'm 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 a year out, or I'm two years out, or I'm five years out, and I'm I'm still trying to figure these things out, I'm still trying to master this to really get that growth. If you just keep that framework in mind, you're golden. But there's some people and I know I've done this to myself where it's like, okay, I've been going at this for a year, I hear so many stories of people blowing up in the first year and getting the, you know, six figures and all these other uh-huh. things. And I'm like, why is that not happening? What's wrong with me? Right. Mm-hmm. And the the key factor is, again, it's, it's again, not about how, what happens to us or what it is, but how we view that. And mm-hmm. so keeping that in check to keep it aligned to where you're going, stop. And I I said, this is the I tell myself all the time, like stop judging where you are now. Just keep, Mm -hmm. just judge where you're going,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? Just judge where you want to go. Don't judge here. Like let's, let's go critique the future and let's, Mm -hmm. let's keep fine tuning that to make it better than me judging where I'm at the moment. Mm -hmm. And because what that does is everything in life is energy at the end of the day. Quantum physics has proven this. We can call it consciousness levels of frequency. You could call it tone, whatever you want. Even quanta, that's what quantum physics calls it. Yeah. But it's an energy that all things in the physical world tie into this non-physical world that we call a quantum. And so all the physical representations of what we see are just a shift in energy. Gold and, gold and lead from a molecular standpoint are different. Right. From an energy standpoint, they are different. But when you just shift that energy around, it changes the physical. The same thing is from being successful to not being successful. The difference between those two individuals are the energy that they're vibrating at. Successful, Mm -hmm. you know, athletes, you know, we say the one who wins the game is never the most talented. It can be, but it's the ones that have the most heart, which is going to come back to energy. Mm -hmm. And that's the one who will any, you know, any game that is. So- These components is, and that's a huge component. So it's your thoughts, it's your emotions, but it's where also you're focusing. That's why I use vision so much. Mm -hmm. Because if I can keep you focusing on that future self or who you wanna become, the stuff here in 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 the right now in the present, It's not going to affect you that much because you know that like, no, this is where I'm going. Mm -hmm. This is what my life's going to be. I believe that to be true, regardless what's showing up, regardless, because this is my past, right? Everything from your past to today, that's your karma. Your karma is all it is, is just the actions and choices you made in your past, which leads you to today. But you from this moment on can make the change. Mm -hmm. It's just we're not in the spiritual realm where everything happens like that instantaneously. We have to go through space and time. So that's where the energy component comes in. And I always tell my clients, if I can get you just to focus on that energy of who that future self is, whether they be, how do they think, how do they move, every sense you can possibly activate. Mm -hmm. You are, and then then just hone in on that as much as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. You continually raise that vibe. And what you're doing is, Is you're telling your mind, which can't tell the difference between what's happening in your life right now, whether if you have negative $500 in your bank account, or you're managing a million dollars, both realities exist, your mind doesn't know the difference. So why don't you just choose the one that Mm -hmm. is going to favor what you want. And if you can set the tone for that, eventually the mind's going to start to go, okay, you've showed this enough. Some conscious you're getting it in there. And all of a sudden it's like, now we're going to prove that to you. We're going to step, Mm -hmm. we're going to start to put that into your awareness so you can start to see that and become aware. Mm -hmm. And once that starts to happen, now all of a sudden we shifted all that energy and focus to what it is you want to create. And this is where quantum leaps happen. I've had it in my life multitudes of times, and I've had it a lot with clients where you know, five months in or seven months. And I always tell them, don't get hooked. I've had one where it was within the first one phone call, 33 days later, the client jumps up 138% in profits. Ooh. And she's just like, how the heck? I mean, there was, system, beginning of understand the there was systems in place already. It was yes. more of just working on the mindset to see things differently. And from there, it just opened up a whole door. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so it's it's one of those things. I like to be as thorough and transparent as I can. Like, yeah, it's great she, she had that, but there was things in place to allow that right. to happen.
0: She needed that tweak, which was, it was big, but it was little because she had all of the other stuff kind of in place and just needed that other piece of it to get dialed in. I tell people all the time that if you start comparing yourself with others, you're comparing your backstage to their front stage. It is not apples to apples. You cannot do that. And all it does, it keeps you grounded in right now instead of looking forward to the future and what can be and what will be. And if we get stuck there, we are not going to get to that that vision of what we want. We
1: I have to I keep agree projecting more. forward. Amen yeah. to that.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, Dr. Vic, thank you so much. You have provided so many amazing details and things to think about, <laughs> including having that vision to ground your business and to also help it grow and not be grounded, right? To be absolutely... Um, to a point where it can grow and expand and you can do even more good in the world. You can live up to the potential that you know you have and you want to fulfill. And taking over your personal power, knowing that you can control your thoughts. And if they get out of your control, you have the tools in your toolbox to manage that and manage it faster, not just waiting until it's it snowballs out of control, but but nabbing it in a few hours or a few minutes instead of a few weeks or months right? And then really taking the opportunity to make a choice. I think that's even, I think that's just such a powerful reminder that we can choose where we go and what we do and what we accomplish in our lives and in our jobs, in our businesses as entrepreneurs. We get to choose that. No one else gets to choose that for us.
1: No, so true. I mean, even I remember I had a coach tell me one time, she's like, the beauty about being an entrepreneur is even like you get to choose how much you want to make. Mm -hmm. And she I remember when she was first telling me this years ago, and I was like, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge that. All right, let's do this. I want to double next year. And she's like, (laughs) Okay, so there's going to be work you have to do and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, when I started to play around with this and I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel like I got this figured out. Of course, when I wanted the double, I did it. And I was like, I mean, I barely, I had like a 15% growth, which some people say that's really great, but I was like, no, this is not, I need, I need more growth to support where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And then I finally was like, no, I think I understand this now. And then I got really crystal clear. I want how I wanted to grow, open up and I was opening up a new office. My, I, I told my accountant how much I was going to, my rent was going to be. And she looks and she goes, no, she goes, I hope you didn't sign the lease. I was like, oh, this has already been done. We're in build out. And she's <laughs> like, I would never advise this. So I'm like, great. Here I am going all in on this all new space. Uh-huh. And, uh, and she's telling me no. And I was like, no way, we're going to double. She's like, I've seen your numbers. I've seen you grow. But she's like, yeah, that's you've been in the business now for three years. That's like, that doesn't continually happen. Mm-hmm. We hit 89% that next year in growth. And then we hit 49% the next year after that. Uh, and I was like, but that's again, coming back to choice, right? Mm-hmm. In in all the stuff I was sharing, it's, I chose, I was like, no, this is how much I want to make at the end of the year. This is what I want to have in my bank account. This, And I'm not going to say, oh, it was identical to that. No, there's some was, some was higher and some was lower, but at the end we hit 89% growth. I was like, this is awesome. Um, until I got the tax <laughs> bill that we weren't prepared for. And I was like, "Right." right there goes my bank account shrinking that I thought I had all that in there but anyhow Uh I digress
0: (laughs) so we just scratched the surface today I mean I don't think we even scratched maybe we have a tiny little nick in the surface of everything that you all of the wisdom and insights that you have to share so how can we connect with you after the podcast is over
1: every the easiest way is my hub is my website it's okay. empoweryourreality.com I have you can get access to my podcast books you can connect me on social media there if some of the stuff I resonated with you and you're like man I'd love to possibly you know do coaching or something mm-hmm. I do a free clarity call where uh, I get to know a lot about you and what you do and then if um, two things I'm looking to see if I can help and if I'm if we're a good fit and if we are I'll share what my coaching is and so forth
0: okay. Great. I will put that link to your website in the show notes so that you can just go click and make it easy peasy and connect with Dr. Vic and learn more about what he has to offer entrepreneurs who are growing their business, scaling their business, and just really looking to live into that vision of their life. So thank you so much for your time today. I cannot wait to connect with you again in the future.
1: No, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun.
0: Thank you. What did you think about what Dr. Vic had to share today? I thought it was so interesting that we keep coming back and we hear our guests keep coming back to the same concept of vision. You need to have a vision for your business. You need to get deep with that vision so you know exactly what it is you want. Because when you know what you want, it is easier to figure out the next steps to take. And I also loved what he had to say about really leaning into your personal power that we have choices to make and they are choices. So this week, as we wrap up the week, I want you to think back to our action item from episode 113, choosing to find more flow, to implement some boundaries or to look for some systems that may help you save some time. But if that wasn't really resonating with you, take a further step back. Maybe you're not quite to that place yet and that's okay. What I want you to do is take a further step back and dig into your vision again, pull it out. Maybe you looked at it at the beginning of the year, but we are now two months-ish into the year and things might've shifted. Or maybe you were feeling a little bit rushed when you went through your vision the last time, maybe the beginning of the very beginning of the year or the very end of last year and lots of things were happening. So. Just take a moment this week, go back to your vision, really explore it again so that you can figure out where you can implement systems, where you can implement boundaries, where you can find flow. And at the end of the day, the idea is that we want to make sure that you are building a business that you love that does not require you to work 70, 80 hours a week if that's not what you you want if you want to be able to spend time with your family, if you want to travel, if you want to get out there and learn that hobby you've always been dreaming of, build a business that allows you to do that. All right, I'll see you back here next week for another episode of the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast, where a focus on mentoring, community, and implementation removes the overwhelm of building your successful and profitable business and adds in a dose of momentum. Until next time, have a healthy, safe, and happy week.